John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, it's me, Ed Peterson. And it's me, John Kiltica. Hey, John, how are you? I am doing very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing well. Ah. We're heading into Christmassy kind of season. This might be past Christmas. Yeah, if this is future time, then... Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays. It's the High Game Podcast. It is the High Game Podcast. We talk about guitars. Yes. Standard, normal-looking guitars. Sometimes. We're in beautiful West Seattle. Beautiful, rainy, wintry West Seattle. What's it called that's coming through? The Atmospheric River. Ugh. Yeah. Hate it. Which for us means some rain. Rain. A little bit. Whatever. Beautiful West Seattle. Yeah. Beverages. Beverages, Ed. Yes, that's right. I've got a beverage here from Hot Wire Coffee. Our pals over there at Hot Wire Coffee, next to the post office. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> West Seattle. Yeah. California Avenue. That's right. The California Avenue post office. There's probably maybe more than one post office. There's one over by Target. Don't go to Target thinking you're going to go to Hot Wire. No. Don't do that. I have local news for our global fans. Oh, yeah? The post office... Mm -hmm. has one of those sweet-ass, really huge, oversized mailboxes that you can drive up to. Sure. You drive through and drop all your stuff in the mailbox. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, double the size of a regular mailbox? Mm -hmm. It got stolen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> someone took the mailbox? Ripped the post box out of the ground and stole like, it. What would you get from that? Here's what I'm thinking. As we record this right now in yeah. the holiday times, Uh huh. 
Is it just filled with envelopes with checks and cash and gifts? Can you cash checks, though? How do you do that? I don't know. Hmm. But I wonder if whoever stole it knows that is actually a federal crime. Sure, yeah. Maybe not the checks, but what do you call it when you take over someone's account? Identity theft? Yeah, maybe it's identity theft. Yeah, so if you're going to Hotwire to get coffee, don't expect to drive through and drop your mail off. That option is no longer available. (laughs) As of today. (laughs) That's the insightful news update. High gain crime watch. (laughs) What did you get at Hotwire Coffee? I just got an Americano, which is kind of my thing. What about you? What did you get? I, too, got an Americano. You know, the black coffee, but with more of a kick in it. Right. Hot water and espresso. Yeah. I also have an athletic brewing, the blue one. The blue one. The Run Wild IPA. I have, for the second time in a row, Dad's Mm -hmm. old-fashioned root beer. I'm feeling old-fashioned, perhaps. I don't know. But I am noticing now, Mm -hmm. this is caffeine-free. I think that's a root beer thing. Is it? Yeah. Barks has bite. I believe the bite in Barks is caffeine. Oh. The brand Barks is notable for its caffeine content. The regular variety contains around 22 milligrams in a 12-ounce can. There you go. What's my favorite guitar, John? What's the guitar that I play the most when I'm at home? A Telecaster. Yeah. You've got a Telecaster, John. Yes, I do. What's not to love about it? Uh, nothing. Right. Here's what we've got today, Ed. Yeah. I've got a double-cut Telecaster. Mm. It has a couple of extra things about it that are interesting. Oh. We know that Fender's fond of doing mashups. Yeah. Where they take different features from different guitars and mash them up. Yep. A lot of those didn't last too long and were made maybe in uh, Korea or Mexico. Yeah. This comes from the 10 for 15 limited edition collection of 2015. 10 for 15. Yeah. Is that 10 different guitars? Yes. In 2015, Fender thought, let's do some of this here in America. 10 weirdy boys. 10 Weirdy Boys American Made Limited Edition, only 500 each Okay, will be available, and we will release them one a month. Mm. So this one, the double-cut Telecaster in Butterscotch Blonde, was number five, which okay. would have been July of that year. Okay. What are some of the other Weirdy Boys, do you know? I do, which okay. is interesting because that was 2015, mm-hmm. and now we know some of these things actually came to be Oh sure. as regular production models. Okay. 70s Hardtail Strat. That doesn't feel particularly weird. Yeah. That sounds more like a reissue than a redesign, but okay. Blackout Stratocaster in Mm. Mystic Black Metallic. Okay, so just a murdered out Tele. Yeah. And the thing is, I haven't seen any of these. This Telecaster I'm holding is the first one of the 10 for 15 I think I've ever seen. You said there's 500 500 of each. each. Maybe that's it. There's just not that many out there. Sure. There was a Tele that was two humbuckers, a Stratocaster in ash, oiled. No actual finish on it. They just oiled the wood. (laughs) That's kind of like a 70s thing. Yeah. Uh, This double cut. Okay. Telecaster in reclaimed redwood. Which could be pretty cool. We know our man Barry Grez over there at Grez Guitars loves him the reclaimed Redwood. Yeah, he knows what bank they came from. Yeah. So far, everything you've listed, and you're more than halfway through, Yeah. this is the only weird one. 
I think this might right. be the weirdest one of the bunch. Okay. There's a mahogany strat. Yep. A little more unusual. And it was HSS. There's a longboard strat. You know, the hippie sandwich stuff from the 70s where it's like laminated. Oh, uh, yeah. Maple to ebony to walnut to this to Weird. that to the other thing. And yeah. Down the middle. That's kind of cool. Maybe. There's a 52 Telecaster made in Carina. Okay. Which was kind of like Gibson thing right. forever. For sure. And then there was what was called the shortboard Mustang. It was all wood. Okay. Natural wood. And it had a competition stripe that was also wood. Oh, cool. I couldn't figure out why they did this. Yeah. To have 10 and to have them all be limited and have them all be made in America makes you wonder if it's kind of like a tryout bucket for stuff they might put into production later. If this double cut Telecaster had somehow gone nuts, yeah. Like the 500 sold out in three minutes, and then people were speculating on the web and the used prices were going through the roof. Maybe they would have thought, we're going to put that one into production. Seems like a good idea because not only are you going to sell those, especially Fender, what limited thing are they going to make that nobody's going to buy? They're going to sell. Right. And then they can gauge using whatever metrics Fender uses. Okay, is it worth going production with that? Yeah. So you want to know what's up with this, Ed? You said there was interesting other stuff. Can I spot? Probably not. The neck oh, block is that. contoured. Yep, so it's like the Pro 2 style. Yeah, the Pro and the Pro 2. Yep. And the Ultra has that as well, the Ultra series. Yep. So... It's your standard kind of tele operation with a three-way blade switch. Yep. The pickups are a twisted tele in the neck. That's what they call it. And a vintage style in the bridge. Here's the neck. Is that as uh, necky as you can get it? Oh, no. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Okay. As bridgy as I can get it. So this is a 2015. It looks like whoever bought it never played it. It's in really great shape. It looks like a brand new guitar. I'll go into the middle. Okay. Give me a little of both. Now. What did that sound like? I don't know. Yeah. The bridge was made so that the angle of the strings going across the bridge and through the body was longer than a typical tele bridge, which meant the string is in contact with more of the saddle and the body than other models, meant to increase sustain and tone. My ears aren't that good, so I don't know if that's what's happening. But one thing I did find interesting is when I turned up the tone on this, it felt like it stuck. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what's going on? It's sticking. And I kept turning it, and it clicked. Mm -hmm. You turn it all the oh. way up, and it bypasses the tone circuit. Oh, cool. And so it's just pick up out. What I don't know, yeah. and we should try to figure it out, is do you have to be... Go to the neck. Yeah. 
It's super apparent in the bridge. It's less apparent in the neck. Yeah, it just bypasses the whole tone circuit. Love it. Takes your pickup direct out. That's kind of a nice feature. It's not exactly symmetrical. It's pretty damn close, Ed. But not exactly, right? It's another one of those too close to tell things. John's measuring with a guitar pedal box. It's symmetrical. Really? Maybe it's the pick guard? Because of the pick guard in the front, it kind of looks off? Yeah. I think if the horns were offset, I wouldn't like it at all. Yeah. But the fact that they're symmetrical, I don't know. I kind of like that. Do you want a Les Paul Jr., but you want a telly? Hey, we got a guitar for you. That's this. Yeah. Right? It sure does that tone. Yeah, it's a telly. How uncanny valley does this guitar make you feel? How off is it to you? I don't feel it at all. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. It does the telly thing. If you want a telly without having a telly that looks like everybody else's. The reason they did the double cut for Gibsons was players that wanted access to the higher frets with their thumb. This doesn't really solve that problem because it's a bolt-on neck. So even yeah. with that additional cutaway, it's not actually super accessible, right? There are chords I do play with my thumb. I'm playing one now. Let's see. Where the neck mount still gets in the way if I try to get up there. Yeah. Do we know whose brainchild any of this stuff was or anything? No. Okay. 2015 Fender, probably some sort of committee thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They're all sitting around. All the luthiers are probably there. All the custom shop dudes are there. And I'm sure they're batting around ideas like, check this out. How about this? How about this? And you know how that is committee style. It gets run up the flagpole. And by the time it comes down, it's maybe watered down significantly from what the cool guys suggested. Yeah, maybe. Looking at the list, it's weird that of those 10, that's the only one that's not just a Finnish variant, more or less. Yeah. This is the only one that feels like they did something different. Yeah. Well, so how much was it? 2015. Made in America, similar to Pawn Shop, Paranormal. Where do you think they were trying to position this amongst all that? That's not so terribly long ago, so the inflation no. thing. It's there, but it's not crazy. I bet this guitar was 1500 bucks when it came out. Yeah, that's about right. It was 1650 Yeah, which is about two grand, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's exactly kept up with inflation or is considered particularly collectible. Maybe not. I was just on Reverb, and there's a bunch of 10 for 15 models on there, and they are, generally speaking, going for like 1500 bucks. I think that's great. $1,500 for an all-American thing that's not too nutty. For sure. I don't really like the double cutaway thing on no. this. No. It's just kind of weird. If you want a double cutaway like this, you should just buy a Les Paul Jr. with P P90. I wonder if it would look different if it had a different shaped pickguard 
and or if it came in different colors. Doesn't have to be black, but you know, black is a suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if it had a pick guard that was symmetrical, both sides went up over both horns. Yeah. Now maybe we're talking. But it's kind of like you see those guitars from the 70s where people just literally took bandsaws to them. Oh, I kind of want a telly, but I want the cutaway. Take some sandpaper and grit it down. People have done that to Les Pauls. Oh yeah, that top part, let's make another cut. Right. You know, the market for a Telecaster, a butterscotch Telecaster, it's like your average dentist wants a butterscotch Telecaster, right? Like it's a pretty conservative guitar. Why do people like that guitar? There's nothing fancy about it. It's just a Telecaster. You look at it, you know what you're getting. It's that thing. That's your demographic for a Telecaster. Generally speaking, maybe that's a broad generalization. We don't generalize here at all. Well, maybe I'm going to a little bit. The Telecaster, aesthetically conservative. Yeah. I really dislike thin line Telecasters. Telecasters with block inlays. I dislike Telecasters with bindings. Anything that takes a Telecaster and fancies it up, no, I want my Model T. Okay, boomer. Exactly. (laughs) I had just a regular old 50s butterscotch blonde, Mm -hmm. and I got rid of it for good reason. I was putting together a trade, but I think if I wanted to reacquire a Telecaster, I'd probably go for something like black or something more interesting than butterscotch. Maybe you would want a Telecaster custom with the neck humbucker, maybe. But like just Telecaster, you would just want a Telecaster. I think so. How interested are you in this? Okay. How about a Telecaster made in the USA, Uh double cutaway? Oh, like this one I'm holding. (laughs) Yeah. I think I have already given the only caveat I might feel about this, which is color. One thing is the direct out on that bridge pickup, very good feature. Well, it used to be in the Switch, right? Right, on the Esquire. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to include it in here is kind of cool. Yeah, nice work, guys. You gotta try it. Hey, Ed. Yeah. It's a Telecaster, right? What's not to love? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Because it's a regular Telecaster. That's right. Everyone's used to it. Yeah. Butterscotch blonde, Mm -hmm. two pickups, Mm -hmm. little blade switch action there. Sure. Black pick guard. Sure. Telly. Yeah. But this one has a second cutaway. It makes it easier for you to play higher up on the neck. Exactly. The 10 for 15 double cut Telecaster, limited edition, Uh buy or deny. Deny. Just, no. That's flat out from Ed. Yeah. No. What about you? Okay, I gotta go this way. What if I had presented this to you in a lovely black? Maybe. Alternate universe, you should mock that up for me. Ah. Hey, Ed, look at this. It's black now. Maybe that would be interesting. Except that's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about this guitar. We're talking about this one. This one that sits 
officially within a, a larger series. If you were in the market for a used American-made Telecaster with the higher-end appointments, yeah, an actual 2015 American-made Tele might be more expensive than this guitar. Today. Today, right now. I think you might be right. If not, they're real close. And that makes this a great buy. And I'm going to say buy. <laughs> I give this sure. a buy. Actually, I had two caveats, didn't I? I had the color, and I also had if the cutaways were not symmetrical. Okay. If they had been asymmetrical, it would have been a hard deny for me. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. A 2015 Vintage 52 Tele, a very similar guitar, it's two grand. So this is cheaper than that. That makes this an awesome bargain. Sure, but you look like a goober. I mean, goober tax. Yeah, what's your goober tolerance? <laughs> yeah. Mine? Apparently low. Apparently I've got next to no goober tolerance. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you walk around in public wearing Uggs. Yeah, people love it. Imagine the torrential rains continue, and I go home, leave the high gain, walk southwest two blocks, yes. and my basement is under six feet of water, Ugh. and my Telecaster is down there. Now I'm in the market for an actual Telecaster again. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Would I buy this? Yes. No. Ah. The way you teed it up, I was like, oh, there's right. a scenario. Yeah, yeah. There's a scenario where maybe I would buy it and then I won't. <laughs> I would either get a Telecaster or I would get a Les Paul Jr. I get that. Yeah. You're into it. Yeah. You want it. I think it's cool. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to measure these cutaways and then I'm going to take pictures of them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to let the viewers decide. It might be the pick guard that makes them look a little off to me. We'll take pictures of it. We'll put them on Instagram. At the high gain? At the high gain. Want to continue to follow along with us? Go to Patreon. Sure. Look us up. Write us some comments. Yeah, about dad casters. Dad casters, yeah. Is the butterscotch blonde a dad caster? This one. Is this a dad caster? Absolutely not. Dad would be appalled. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I mean by the conservativeness. This is not a telecaster. It's just not. No. Your typical member of the bar <laughs> is not playing this. No. Shout out to all the lawyers in the audience. Yeah. Shout out litigants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the boys over there at the Ruinous Media Network of Music Related Podcasts. They so, love it. You think they like this? They, I can tell you right now. Joe, the whole crew over there. Bye. All the way down. This is like the perfect Ruinous guitar. That's what I'm saying. Perfect ruinous campfire party. Slightly off kilter in all the best ways, yeah. right? To a one over there, non-conformists. Telecaster, no way. Double cut telly? Oh yes, please. That's that. That's what I love about those guys. Yeah, exactly. There's no thinking outside the box. There is no box. Right. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. Okay. And we'll come back next week and uh, do another one, don't you think? Probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, then. Bye. Bye.